Is having a word of the year all it's cracked up to be? Believe me, I used to be a skeptic on this exact topic. I'd think, can picking a word and setting an intention really have that much of an effect on how you live your life and run your biz? Well, I'm here to tell you that I'm officially a convert. I've had my word of the year show up in ways I least expected, teach me lessons I didn't even know I needed, and fundamentally change me. I'm talking results like transforming how I show up in my business each and every day, from what I prioritize to what actions I take, and consequently the results I see. So today, I'm diving into exactly what you need to know to pick a word of the year that has the kind of impact you crave, use it to take massive action, and of course, see massive results in your business growth because of it. You'll walk away from this episode with so much clarity, energy, and excitement to reach that next level you in life and biz. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Denley, the mindset coach that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, my simple shifters. I hope your week is off to an amazing start, and I hope your new year is off to an amazing start as well. I know that we're about halfway through by the time this airs, but I'm so excited for what's ahead for you, and I am so excited for everything that this year has in store for you. So in that vein, I wanted to talk about the practice of choosing a word of the year. Now, I will be the first to tell you that I used to think this practice was total BS. I just did not understand how choosing a word of the year could really lend that kind of intention that I needed to my daily life and to my business. I did not understand how to connect the dots, how one really affected the other, and therefore did not really see the results of it that I probably could have had I understood a little bit more about this practice. So my goal for today is to help you choose a word of the year if you have not yet already, to help you understand a little bit more about this practice, and then to actually help you apply this to your daily life, to your business, so that you can start to see the kind of results and hit those kind of big goals that you've set for yourself this year. Because I will tell you that just simply picking a word, just choosing a word isn't enough, that you actually have to take that intention and really apply it to the actions you take in your life and business on the daily. And that is how you are going to see the most impact of your word of the year throughout the year. So let's dive in, shall we? So what I found to be true in this practice is that it's not necessarily that the having a word of the year is total BS or that it can't be true or doesn't have an impact. It's that it had everything to do with how I was thinking about my word of the year and nothing to do with the practice itself. So I wonder if this will sound a little bit familiar to you. 
I used to pick a word of the year during that like buzz of the new year only to find myself a few months in with no memory of what that word even was, let alone using it as a guiding light for all of the actions that followed, which consequently is where you'll see the most results. So if this has been you in the past, I strongly urge you to think about this question. Is it the word of the year practice itself that you don't believe in, or is it your ability to implement the practice in a way that leads to the kind of big results you want to see in your life and business that is what you are struggling with right now. So where, where are you struggling with this practice? If you don't believe in it, if you haven't been able to make it work for you, like where is that point of friction for you? Because I think addressing that first and understanding that first will allow you to see where you can shift and how you can think about this in a way where you can actually get those kind of big results you're looking for in your life and business. Now, if you are on the word of the year bandwagon, I want you to know that this episode is going to be equally useful to you because we're going to talk about how to use that level of intention to get the kind of results you want more of in your life and business. So as I said earlier, it's not enough to just have the word of the year and then kind of decide on it and then forget about it later only to kind of think back and wonder, what was that word? What did I pick? (laughs) Because that's not bringing it into your daily life and actually allowing that intention to determine the actions that you should take to see more of the results you want in your business. So I'll let you in on a secret in this practice. If you use your word of the year as an intention in your day-to-day, it will change the fundamental ways you show up in your life and biz and allow you to thrive in a whole new way. But you have to do the work. You have to turn that intention into actions, right? So the same way that you wouldn't get in shape by simply buying a gym membership without stepping foot in the gym, you won't see major shifts in your life and business without taking action on that intention. This is a really important point. So just like take a moment and let that sink in because I think a lot of us think that just having the word, just setting the intention is enough, but it's not. It's not just the word. It's having the intention around that word and then allowing that intention to dictate the actions that you take next, that you actually see more of the results you want. Now, my very first tip in doing this is to write your word of the year down and put it somewhere that you see every day. You could put it on your vision board. You can put it on your bathroom mirror. You can put it on your refrigerator. Um, I have a cute little word of the year card that comes with my power sheets planner and I hang it up Um, right on my magnetic Ikea panels that I have right on my vision board. So it's front and center. And I am reminded of that word on a daily basis and just having it there, just being able to see that on a daily basis makes it so much easier for me to anchor into that word and that feeling on a regular basis. So it isn't something that you decide once and then kind of like sweep under the rug. It's something that you really bring to the forefront and are reminded of regularly. And that is where you are going to see the most results. This is important if you're one of those people who is big on planning, but shortly forgets about those plans or can't even remember what your word of the year was a few months down the line, right? So if you are one of those people who feels like maybe your word of the year is a little bit uncomfortable, right? It's pushing you to up level in a whole new way. 
simply choosing that word, your brain might be a little bit resistant to that. (laughs) It might be like, ooh, girl, I don't know. Like, do we really want to go there? And clearly you do because you chose it as your word of the year. But putting it somewhere where you're going to be reminded of that in the moments where you're like, oh, this feels like a stretch. This feels uncomfortable. I'm not sure I want to take this kind of action is going to remind you of the reason why you chose it in the first place. It's going to remind you why you chose that word and what impact that word can have on your life and business. So I think just having it as a reminder there on a regular basis can be so, so incredibly helpful because believe me, the moments that you'll look to that word are the ones in which you're like most resistant towards it or like, oh goodness, that's how that word is showing up in my life. Like, I can't believe it's teaching me this lesson or it's showing up in this way or it's just like a good reminder, right? A good place, a good practice to have it in front of you so that you can really anchor into that. Having it physically in your space makes such a huge difference. You're just going to have to trust me on this. Now, if you're someone who is still struggling to pick a word of the year, or maybe you're in between two words, I want to talk about exactly how to pick a word of the year to have the kind of impact that you want to see in your life and biz. So in the past, this has been totally led by my intuition. This has been something that just kind of comes to me, maybe when I least expect it, maybe in a lot of conversations that I've been having with people, maybe in journaling exercises that's been coming up a lot, or just something that I've been noticing that I'm seeing everywhere. I think that in the past, that's how my words have shown up. And I know that's definitely how my word of the year did show up for me this year when I was choosing. So I want you to really pay attention to that. And I think that when I say that, I just mean bringing a new level of consciousness to what you're seeing all the time or what your gut is telling you in this instance that's going to really bring you to that next level in your life and business to help you see more of the results you want, to help you hit more of your goals this year. What is that thing, that that feeling that you're looking to cultivate more of that is going to aid you on your journey? I know in the past, um, my word of the year has come up multiple times in a short span of time, or it's a word I knew that would help me up level in areas of my business that I just knew I needed that extra level of intention to actually take action on. But if you feel like it still isn't quite landing for you, I have a journaling prompt that you can work through that's going to help you with this. Picture the version of yourself that has already hit her goals. She's on the other side of that big launch, big impact, or big income goal that she wanted to hit, or whatever that is for you. What does she say had the biggest impact on her success? What was the intention that made all of the difference for her? What feeling did she cultivate that allowed her to up-level her mindset and take more of the right actions that created that success? That is what I want you to journal around because I think being able to look at it through the lens of you're already there, you've already hit that goal, you've already reached that level of success. What does that look like? And then be able to like almost reverse engineer it. So think back, what was the thing that made the biggest difference for you? What was the feeling that made it so much easier to take action? What was the feeling that made it so much easier for you to get out of your own way and to actually see more results with more ease? That is what I want you to think about because I think a lot of times our brains get really tripped up when we're trying to think like forward, right? When we're trying to think linearly because we almost cut ourselves off shy of 
the results we want, what we think is possible really holds us back in our thinking sometimes. So if you can kind of remove that barrier, if you can remove that level of, oh, I don't know if that's even possible, or I don't even know if I can really even hit that goal I wanted to, whatever those thoughts are for you, if you can kind of remove that and pretend, use your imagination here, really think about who that person is that's already hit that, and then kind of reverse engineer it, it makes it so much easier because it removes that initial barrier. Does that make sense? So this can show up in like a multitude of ways, but I just want to give you some examples here so that you know, as you're journaling through this, as you're going through this exercise, exactly how this can show up for you, or just to kind of get your wheels turning so that you have some examples to go on. For example, this could be a word like space. Maybe you've been craving more room in your schedule to do big picture thinking in your business, or you've been feeling the pull to say no to things that just aren't aligned to what you want right now or aren't aligned to how you feel is the best use of your time, what's going to move you forward the most in your life and business, what's going to create more results, right? Because I think inherently when we're saying yes to something, we're saying no to something else, right? So really giving yourself that space and really being honest with yourself about how much space you need to hit your goals, that could be an amazing word, right? If, especially if you're feeling that way. Or this could be a word like trust. Maybe you've been feeling really anxious about where you are in life and business, and you've been constantly comparing yourself to others this year or looking around and wondering why you aren't further along in business. And it's time for you to just trust that you are exactly where you're meant to be. You are on the path that you are meant to be on. And maybe this year you just really need to lean into that trust and know that things are going to show up exactly as they're meant to in exactly perfect timing. So can you see how having words there can really be that guiding light based on the current experience you're having and also the goals you have for the future and those feelings that you're looking to tap into that are going to make it easier to take actions that are in support of your goal. I hope this is really starting to come together for you here in those examples because I think this is so important. I think a lot of times we just pick a word and we don't really think about the actions that follow, right? And I think this is just so, so important because I think only having the mindset isn't enough. It's about having the mindset to take more of the right actions that are going to yield results in your life and business, right? So it's when those two are really working together that you're going to see the most impact. I've seen it time and time again when I work with my future you clients. I've seen it in my own life. I just know that that is where you see the results, right? When you have the right mindset combined with the right actions, that is when the results will follow. I know so many of you have set big income goals for yourself this year, but I also know that right now those goals feel so far away and you may be second guessing if this is even possible for you. Girl, I know it is 100% possible if you have the right support. That's why I created my free next step, next client coaching call, because once you get to the root of the biggest mindset challenge that is holding you back from landing your dream clients, you'll be able to book them on repeat. Chances are your thoughts are standing in your way even more than you realize. And I'm here to help you shift them fast. Head over to amandajoyceweber.com slash next client and grab a spot for this free 30 minute laser focus session. I only do three of these calls each week, so grab yours before it's gone.
So I also want to mention here that I find it's really helpful to get honest with yourself when you're uncovering this word, because I think that we can all come up with words on a surface level that we're like, oh yeah, that's kind of a nice word, right? (laughs) But I think deep down, if you're looking for that kind of massive shift, if you're looking for that kind of up level, if you're looking for that kind of big change that's really going to help you step into future you, what is it that deep down you are needing to feel? What is it deep down that you're needing to think? What is it deep down that you know is the word, even if it feels slightly uncomfortable, even if you're like, oh man, that might show up in some lessons that I may not be ready for, right? Because I think that our words of the year, I think setting this kind of intention, they really do come with their own lessons. And I know that I've experienced this personally because It's always shown up, sometimes in ways that I expect, but it's always pushed me in ways that I don't expect. I've been handed lessons in ways that I didn't expect, and (laughs) it's always moved the needle. It's funny because in the in the moment I'm like, oh man, like why did I pick that word of the year? (laughs) And then it's always in that stretch that I see the biggest results because that's when I'm pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. That's when I'm taking new actions. I'm taking actions I feel uncomfortable. I'm moving the needle in new ways. And consequently, that's almost always when we see the biggest results in our life and business. So deep down, what is the shift that you're needing? What is the word that may feel a tiny bit uncomfortable, but deep down, you know, like that is what you're feeling called to this year. Now, I want to mention that I have had the same word of the year for two years in a row, and it has made a hell of a difference in how I've shown up in my life and business. My word of the year for two years in a row was visibility. I was committed to showing up on a whole new level. And by that, I mean, I was so sick of my own bullshit. I was sick of the idea that I needed to dim my light. I was sick of those limiting beliefs that told me that I didn't have anything new or different to say. I was sick of the little voice in my head that told me I wasn't ready yet. I was just so over it. I knew that if I wanted to see the kind of results that I, deep down, I knew that were on my heart for my life and business, I was going to have to start getting more visible. I was going to have to start showing up on a whole new level. And I decided it was time to be seen. It was time to be more visible. I think I've talked about this in past episodes, but I used to get hives anytime I would meet someone new. It didn't matter if it was in person or over a Zoom video call. Without a doubt, I would break out in hives. I don't know if any of you have stage fright or fears around meeting other people. Um, It's interesting because I like walk the line between introvert and extrovert. (laughs) So depending on my mood, it can go either way. Um, But this was just really something that I struggled with. And it it was like, without a doubt, this would happen. I would break out in hives. I would feel even more self-conscious about the fact that I was breaking out in hives, that it would almost get worse, right? And it just made it so much harder to connect with people. It made it so much harder to have those conversations. And really, truly, it just made it hard for me to get visible and to keep showing up. But here is where the difference is. I used to let that stop me. I used to let that hold me back. 
I decided that it was time to show up and do it anyway, because without that, how was it ever going to get any easier? And I just knew that I could not live with a reality that was my current reality. I could not live in a world where it was always going to be this hard for me for the rest of my life. I just knew that the dreams that were on my heart were way too big, were way too important for me to hold myself back in this way. And I knew that I had already seen that in other areas of my life and business, right? I think I've talked about this before, but when I was learning to ski, I remember thinking like there was never a moment when I was actually going to get it, right? And then that came to me. Then I eventually got it. I remember when I was learning to drive a car with a manual transmission for the first time, it was basically like learning to drive all over again. And I remember thinking, man, I don't know if there's ever going to be a time where I'm not afraid of this car rolling backwards down a hill. (laughs) And yet that still, that moment came as well, right? So I knew knew that if I had seen it in other areas of my life and business, that I could apply that very same thinking here. And I think that's really important because I think a lot of us have an area of our life and business where it comes easier, right? I think this is especially true. Like, if you even just think about life and business, right? Like a lot of us feel like we have a made on the life front, but then are struggling on the business front. Or a lot of us feel like we've absolutely made it on the business front and then are struggling on the life side, right? Um, so I think that, you know, if you even think about it in that respect, there might be an area where you're stronger in there. And then you can kind of take those lessons or take the thinking, the mindset in one area and apply it to the other, if that makes sense. So in my case, I had already seen how my believing that it was actually going to happen for me, to believing that it would one day come easier, believing that it was totally possible to one day have the results I wanted, that made it so much easier when it came to skiing. And I could also see how with visibility, by simply showing up, by simply doing it again and again and again and again, <laughs> I was one day going to be able to show up and it wasn't going to be as hard. And the way that that word of the year visibility showed up for me was remarkable. First, it showed up in being able to put out consistent content. Then it showed up in sharing that content in more places. It showed up in landing a speaking gig. It showed up in putting out consistent podcast episodes. I know you guys have been listening along and been with me for that journey. It showed up in record podcast numbers. The podcast is doing better than it ever did before. It showed up in being invited to other people's Facebook groups to share my knowledge and do Facebook lives with them. Let that all sink in because I think that, you know, sometimes in hindsight, we say, those things and it almost feels like we ticked the boxes, right? It's like, okay, well, it showed up in this way and it showed up in this way. And like, of course it was going to show up, right? But in the beginning of this, that did not feel as obvious. Visibility to me felt like a huge stretch. It felt like a huge push out of my comfort zone. It felt like something that was not obvious. I had no idea I was going to do those things. And honestly, In the moment, those things didn't even feel that easy, right? It showed up for me in some pretty big ways. And was it comfortable every step of the way? Absolutely not. Did it help that I had a guiding intention to remind me of the actions that were going to bring me closer to my goals? 100%. So if you are someone that is sitting there going, yeah, that's nice, but I've never been able to settle on a word of the year for long enough, or I have a lot of ambition at the beginning of the year, and then it like kind of falls off. I get that. I hear you. And I want you to know that it's never too far into the year to recommit to your word of the year, to recommit to that initial intention. It's never too late. 
So fast forward to this year and my word of the year this year is fun. It came up for me multiple times in a money mindset journaling exercise I did about how I would think, feel, and act differently if I had already hit that next big income goal I had for myself. And as I was working through this journaling exercise, it became abundantly clear that I would be having more fun. Like literally it came up like all over the place. (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. I had a lot of fun in 2019. It was the year that I planned my dream wedding. It was the year I married the love of my life. It was the year that I took a two week European honeymoon and you guys heard all about those things. It wasn't like I wasn't having fun. (laughs) I definitely had it on the life side. But what I found happening was that I was making a lot of the tasks in my business a chore. I was making them feel hard. And it was evident to me that as much as I've done this kind of money mindset work in the past, and I've done this work to detangle my old belief that money comes to those who work hard, like air quotes here, (laughs) it was still there to a certain extent because I was still making those things harder than they had to be. Whether that was in writing content, whether that was in responding to emails, like the list could go on. But I had found myself in a spot where I wasn't happy having the type of fun in my business that I once was and that I knew was totally possible for me to kind of return to and then also just like have fun on a whole new level, right? So I adopted this belief back in December that if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. (laughs) And that sounds, I mean, that might sound pretty aggressive to some of you. Some of you might be going like, okay, well, like, how do you get anything done in your business? (laughs) But I just reached a point where I was like, I have to find a way to make some of these, even if they were like seemingly mundane tasks, I knew that the experience of having fun in those was totally up to me, right? I knew that that was totally within my power to change. And I just knew that I needed to lean into that more. Now, there are different levels of fun. Don't get me wrong here. Not everything is rainbows and butterflies and unicorns all the time. And I totally know that. And I totally hear you there. But I know that making things fun And that ability is totally within my wheelhouse, right? Like I think back, like I've gone on camping trips and backpacking trips with friends before. And it's like, you're literally camping in the middle of nowhere. You've walked for like lots and lots of miles that day and you're in wilderness, right? And you're basically creating your own fun, right? You're creating your own fun with each other. You're creating your own fun with the experience that you're having and being in nature, like all of that, right? And I just know that we're so capable of that because I've seen that, again, I've seen that in other areas of my life. So I knew that I could bring that into my business as well. So I knew that making things fun was totally within my wheelhouse. I just needed to start putting that intention towards it again. And I mean... I'm going to be real honest with you at a higher level. I fucking love this business and I have a lot of fun running it. So from a high level perspective, it's already there, right? I had just lost that kind of that micro level of fun in my business. I had lost sight of what that looks like. And my goal this year is to bring that fun, that spark back into those seemingly unfun tasks in my business and just have more fun overall. And honestly, the more I've leaned into that internally, the more I've already seen my circumstances line up with that externally. 
And of course, I will totally keep you guys posted on how it's going and how my word of the year continues to unfold. But I hope this episode has given you some insight into your own word of the year, and I'm so excited for what's ahead for you. Happy 2020, my friends, and I will talk to you next episode. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandadunnelycom slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, each month I'll be picking one reviewer to win a vision board design coaching intensive with me so you can create your own definition of success. If you're looking for more support in creating a beautiful, balanced life and thriving, successful business, head over to amandadunnelycom slash free call and book my free Simplifying Success Coaching Call, where I'll help you identify one simple shift you can make to cultivate a success mindset and start seeing results now. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. about where you are in life and business. You're constantly comparing. (laughs) Okay, let's start over there. I'm sorry, Addison. I'm like still getting over being sick. So this one might be more of a struggle to edit.